0: So, we got what we expected with the OCR, the Reserve Bank hiking up 50 basis points to take it to 3.5%. Frightening. Perhaps not expected, though, was the other big number out yesterday Treasury reporting a budget deficit of 9.7 billion. We are forecasted in May of having a deficit around 19 billion, so an increase in tax revenue and slower growth has put us in a better position than expected. National's finance spokesperson is Nicola Willis and joins me this morning. Thanks for getting up so early, Nicola. Let's deal with the OCR first. I know you'll be busting to do that. We aren't looking at a soft landing anymore, are we?
1: No, we're not. Interest rates are set to go up, up, up. We've already had an unprecedented increase. Not in the history of the OCR have we seen interest rates go up so steeply. We've now had five of these 50 basis point lifts that are Row and that is bad news for homeowners. Mortgages are going up and people are set to get a pummeling.
0: Yeah, you have said, haven't you, that homeowners are in for a pummeling. Is that because there's a recognised need for interest rates to continue to rise to try and slow this inflationary period that we're experiencing?
1: Well, every signal that we're getting, both from the Reserve Bank and economists, is that interest rates are going to have to go higher to get inflation under control. The truth is here that the government spending is having an influence on this because the more spending that goes on, the more fuel goes on the inflation fire. That cost of living crisis is still raging on. And so the Reserve Bank is having to pull ever harder on that interest rate handbrake to try and control it. Uh, so it's bad news for homeowners, it's bad news for anyone with debt or a mortgage.
0: Oh, stop it. I know. And now we were considering a 75 point hike, and yet Australia went the other way and increased their OCR by 25. What's so different between our two economies at the moment?
1: Well, that's a really good question. Australia does have lower headline inflation than we do, prices aren't rising as fast there and uh, that has meant its interest rates have stayed lower. Now when you look at the policy factors, one thing we could control uh, is we could allow more workers into New Zealand. Our immigration controls have been really tight here and the Reserve Bank keep pointing to the fact uh, that that pressure Uh, is adding to the inflationary pressure. Australia's been a bit quicker in putting out the welcome mat, um, letting in nurses, for example, uh, and perhaps New Zealand needs to do the same
0: thing. Well, this is by no means over, is it? Considering consumer spending numbers were up 16% year-on-year for September, quite literally the opposite of what Adrian Orr will be wanting.
1: That's right, we've got a situation now where the government has its foot on the accelerator. It's spending more than ever before. So even while uh, Adrian Orr is trying desperately to crank that handbrake, the government is now spending, and listen to this figure, it's compelling, a billion dollars more every week when you compare the spending levels uh, to what they were under national when we left office. So. It's hard to understand just how much spending is going on, but it is at record levels.
0: Yeah, but you speak as if you didn't have issues to deal with then as well. You guys were just as freely watching things forth through the floorboards too in terms of mental health and roading and things. But you must have been pleased as possible with the numbers coming out of Treasury regarding the deficit. That would have made you happy?
1: Well, look, it's always good to see New Zealand getting out of debt. But the problem that we see is that New Zealanders are still doing it really tough. So while the government's on a big spending spree, it's also on a big tax tax spree. It's taking more tax from New Zealanders. That's up on average, 15000 more in tax for every household in the country since Labour came in. And what we're seeing is not an income problem, it's a spending problem. And I'd just say, look, New Zealand has never had a government that spends so much while achieving so little uh, because Labour ministers aren't delivering the better results you'd expect in health or education. They've dumped targets, they've dumped accountability, and instead they're pumping that money into bureaucracy, working groups and poorer results for New Zealanders. A prudent finance minister could control that spending, get better results, and ensure people could just keep a bit more of what they're earning.
0: Well, let's talk about that. Do you still stand by your tax cuts? Is now the right time for them?
1: Well, we think tax reduction would be affordable if the government was more disciplined about its own spending, stopping some of the big poor priority projects like, for example, the TDNZ-RNZ merger, reducing waste and bureaucracy, and getting very focused on driving more results from existing spending. If we did those things, then yes, tax reduction would absolutely be affordable. New Zealanders are in a cost-of-living crisis. They need to be able to hold on to a bit more of their own money, but this government seems intent on tax, tax, tax. Mm.
0: Nicola Willis, Nationals Finance Spokesperson, thank you so much for joining us so early this morning here on Early Edition.